Hello and welcome to the Next in Line podcast where we are helping to prepare you for whatever is next in line. As always, I'm your host, Chance Pitts, and would like to thank you for tuning in to this episode. Guys, first and foremost, happy Easter. I hope everybody's having an awesome Easter weekend. Um, I know we did. We got to go see some family, have some awesome times. Um, actually, Michael Ruiz and uh, Bree, his now fiance, got engaged. Um, so I know he's been a guest on here a couple of times. Some of y'all, if you've been around, are familiar with him. So first, huge shout out to them. Um, but it tied into a phenomenal and just Really relaxing Easter weekend overall, so very much enjoyed that. Hope you had the same experience. Guys, before we dive too far into the podcast episode, I would like to take care of the housekeeping. If you receive value from this episode or any other episode of the Next in Line podcast, I would ask that you share the show with someone who could also receive that same kind of value. That's the number one way for us to grow and to reach a larger audience and, in effect, help more people, guys, because that's what we're here. That's the sole purpose as to why I do the things that I do here um, and why everyone who's involved in the Next in Line movement does what they do. It is to progress themselves and to help other people um, through their stories and what they're able to accomplish here in this personal development realm. Also, guys, you can keep up with us and all the crazy things that we do on social media. That's at Next In Line Development on Facebook, Instagram, and TikTok. We post all of our race stuff there, some of our training, some motivational stuff. So it's a cool place to be at. Give us a follow. Like I said, Facebook, Instagram, TikTok are the most active platforms. You can also shoot us a DM if you have any questions, comments, concerns. I know we've gotten a lot of different ones, and we've been able to connect with some really cool people via social media as well. So don't be a stranger. We'd love to have you on there as well. Probably as far as updates go, guys, um, the only one I really could give for you is that Brazos Ben 50 was a week ago. Um, results finally posted ended up being fourth overall uh, so very proud of that it was a really cool experience uh, felt really strong during the race and as a recovery update feel really strong right now I've done a couple five miles run five mile runs since then um, with no issues as far as uh, joints any kind of chronic things like hips or IT bends that have given me problems in the past so really not fighting anything right now back in the swing of training rested up feeling really good. I'm very blessed, very happy with where I'm at. Um, next thing that we have coming up is going and pacing for Dan out there in the uh, Cocodona 250 race in Arizona here in a little less than a month. So really looking forward to that. We'll have the details of that here within probably a week or so. Uh, so really excited about getting with him and having some of those uh, details and event kind of schedules edged out for you. So, guys, that's all I have for updates. Let's go ahead and dive into the podcast. And before we do, you're probably wondering what is up with this bunny, uh, or you think maybe it's just the Easter bunny that's joining us for this Easter episode, uh, but that's not the case. If you're watching on YouTube, you see it here. If you're listening on Spotify or one of our other popular platforms, uh, Apple Podcast, Bullhorn, any of those, then you probably don't see this, but there is a stuffed animal of a little pink rabbit sitting here on the desk. And there's a very, very good reason for that. So this past week, I have been in Utah, Salt Lake City, uh, up there for some work meetings. I've been part of a D5 summit, which is a large group of companies that come together 
um, and share their successes and some of their issues, how they've battled through them, um, just for the purpose of making each other better. They don't fight over the same market share typically, um, but they do work in the same sectors. And because they're geographically in different locations, they're able to share some of their successes, like I said, and we're able to help each other learn and adapt and bring some nuances into the business that we might not have had otherwise, might not have thought of otherwise, I should say. So that was what I was doing up in Utah. I was visiting a large construction firm that does very similar to what I do with the rental side of things uh, within our large general contractor. And I was able to really learned some great stuff. Uh, it was enjoyable. It's a great company that we went to visit. They really care about their employees and it was just an absolute blast. But I want to go a little bit deeper into that so I can explain the story of this rabbit. On day one, we step off, step off of the plane in early afternoon in Salt Lake City, Utah, and it is absolutely snowing like crazy. It is a high of 32 degrees. It is going to be below freezing pretty much all day, and the snow is coming down. Now, mind you, we just came out of Texas. It was 95 degrees two days prior to me standing on in Utah down there. My boss had his kids in the lake that past weekend and several weekends before. So to say it was a pretty good shock weather-wise whenever we went up there is an understatement. But after the initial shock and seeing all the snowfall coming down, uh, being excited about it, snapping a few pictures, we got settled in for the evening. And we met a couple of our executives within the company up there as well. So we met with them, did a little bit of work, like I said, got settled in, figured out where everything was, the fitness center and the gym, um, some local restaurants, and decided to go out and get some dinner. So we went and grabbed dinner at this awesome seafood restaurant up there um, that had some spectacular clam chowder, which is kind of odd for up in the middle of nowhere like that, but hey, I'm not complaining about it. Um, but the important part is whenever we came back, we decided to leave our hotel, which is a smaller version of a very large resort and hotel that was just across the street. We decided to leave ours and walk over to that large hotel and do a little sightseeing and see just kind of what all there was that this hotel offered. It was all owned by the same company, parent company, so they allowed you to kind of go back and forth in between, explore some of the amenities, um, and there were some nicer restaurants and bars and that style of thing across the road. So that's what really drew us over there. So as we go in to this spectacularly nice hotel, we see some different restaurants that are serving just amazing meals. We see large marble archways going through pretty much every hallway that was within this hotel. You see beautiful floors that are in this hotel, big wide open areas filled with awesome, really, really nice high-class furniture. Uh, you see a wait staff and a hotel staff that's opening doors for people, uh, being very tentative, dressed in spick and span uniforms. And it was the experience that you would expect to see in a place like Vegas or a place like New York or somewhere that has these hotels that are a little bit more higher end. And as we go through here, we're exploring a little bit, um, looking for restaurants and bars, like I had said, and we happen upon a toy store in the middle of this hotel. And I imagine the toy store is there because there's a lot of guys that travel for business, guys and gals, and they're away from their kids and they see that, um, and that's something they use as probably a little tug on the emotions to 
make some sales there whenever a guy or gal is missing their kids or missing those away from home and decide to get a gift, um, which if that's what it was, they got me. But hey, I'll explain it a little bit more. But also, um, there's tons of families that go to Salt Lake City in that area. So, of course, that tour store, of course, the toy store is there for that as well. Now, we were all looking in there and there's just this variety of old school board games. There's candy. There's all kinds of cool stuff all over this store. Um, and it's really neat. And all of those things were cool and they caught my eye. But as I was walking around the outside, uh, headed towards one of the restaurants to see if it was going to be a good option for us in the future, something caught my eye. And yes, it was a little pink bunny rabbit sitting on a shelf. And up until that point, guys, I really, I've been fighting something here lately that I don't really talk about a whole lot. And that's the fact that I've been very emotionless. I've been kind of numb to the world in a lot of different ways. Um, and you might see me and hear me talking and, um, think that that might, might not be the case. I'm always doing something, always active, always have these goals. And the truth of the matter is I get so caught up in the goals and I get so caught up in reaching these destinations I'm trying to go to and these achieving these crazy things that I've set myself out for that I really have become numb. I really become distracted away from my everyday life by focusing on these things that seem oh so important every single day. And because of that, all of these things that come to me in the short term, I deal with as problems, as opportunities, as issues, immediately as they're there. But until whatever it is is staring at me in the face, I don't give it a whole lot of attention. I don't do a whole lot of planning ahead for things unless it is one of those long-term big goals that I've set. And because of that, a lot of things have kind of gone to the wayside, including the future birth of our daughter, as much as it kills me to say that. It's something that we've got a few months until it is right here among us. So I've been focused on other things. I haven't let myself get emotionally vulnerable to that or let it be something that is exciting to me or something that really grabs a hold of me and gets my attention and gets me fired up and excited. And that's really odd to me because I, I'm very excited about this and it, it throws me off that I'm at that point. And it might sound absolutely terrible for those of y'all sitting here listening to this podcast that I would say such a thing like that, but it's just the truth. I've become so caught up in things that that this huge milestone and this very exciting thing has been kind of pushed to the wayside in some ways. And the reason this little pink rabbit is sitting on this desk right now is because in that very moment, as it was sitting on the shelf, it stopped me in my tracks. It brought a lot of emotions to the surface that hadn't been there in a very long time. And be very honest with you, I started to tear up a little bit whenever I saw this thing there. And I'm not the kind to get emotional. I'm not the kind to cry. You can ask anyone around me, um, my wife included. It just it doesn't hardly ever happen. And 
of course, I was surrounded by executives from our company, my boss, and, and swept it away really quickly and, and kind of hid it from everyone so nobody noticed. But I realized in that moment how important this rabbit was to me and how important this situation is to me that's coming my way with a daughter about to be born and the time that I'm spending every single day with my wife as we work towards that spot. And I realized very quickly that was this trip up there to see our benchmarking partner, to be part of the D5 Summit, and to to work with this company that could teach me great things about my career, was that important? Absolutely. I learned a lot. I learned how to make our business more profitable. I learned some things we can implement. But was that either one of those things the most important thing I learned on that trip? Absolutely not. This little rabbit helped me figure out the most important thing that was on this trip. And it's that I have been missing the mark every single day. It's not the pursuit or sorry it's not the end goal that is the most important thing it's not the event being right there in your face or the opportunity being right there in your face that makes it important it's everything that leads up to that situation that makes it very very important and i'm starting to understand that life and the joy of life is not the destination but it's the pursuit like I talked about, it's not about that moment when our daughter will be born. It's everything that we've done to prepare for that. All of the excitement and the planning and the support of our family and our loved ones and the support me and my wife and the love that me and my wife have had for each other throughout this and leading up to this important life moment that's going to bring joy and happiness to that baby's life and surround it with those things. And it's the understanding that Everything that we do for this child after the birth and moving forward, filling its life with love and support and the ability to explore the opportunities that are before it, that, that's what's important. It's not the graduating from high school, the graduating from college, the achieving the goals, the first steps. It's, it's all the things surrounding all the major events that made those events happen. Shifting gears a little bit, I mean, last weekend we had this amazing ultramarathon where so many people came out, and that event was kind of the explanation point on the end of a phenomenal process, but the truth is the process was what was important in that as well, and I failed to realize that for so long. We had so many great people around us. We had all these guys and gals that worked extremely hard for 75 days, some of them, sure, but many of them have been working for so much harder or so much longer than that. And to see it all come to culmination, yes, it was a celebration. Yes, it was a phenomenal event. But the true joy in all of that, those situations, the true joy in that event was all of that time that it put in been put in prior to that situation all of the time that we spent training and working hard and supporting each other and surrounding ourselves with individuals who saw the same goals 
and had those things in mind and were able to create a culture and an environment that was successful to each and every one of us. And that just paints that picture even more that the joy is in the pursuit and the process, not the destination. And I know this rabbit, this pink rabbit sitting up here is a very cheesy thing. I mean, I, I understand that it's not what everybody would think of whenever they think of personal development. I know it's not what everybody would see whenever they see the process of trying to be happy or find joy in your life every single day. But I'm super excited and super happy to know that this little thing, this little symbol has shed some light into my life and helped me point myself at the correct target and to point myself at the right thing that I need to be looking at every single day whenever I wake up. And that is that all the time life is presenting me with things that give me the opportunity to be thankful or to find joy. It's showing me songs that I haven't heard in a long time that bring a memory that brings joy and puts a smile on my face. It's listening to podcast episodes with guys and girls that share their phenomenal experiences in life that help them open their eyes and see clearly what it is that is important in their lives. It's meeting with friends and family and talking to people and having the opportunity to go work out with people like we did after that wedding or like my buddy Arthur that I was able to swing by and get to work out with. It, it's seeing what the day in and day out of investing in yourself does for you and being appreciative of that and appreciative of the entire process. And I think a lot of us could really stand to shed some light on those situations that might have been overshadowed accidentally by us staring at the end goal rather than focusing on the process. And if you're someone who's been numb here lately, if you're one of those that has been going through the motions and just looking at the end, looking at the goals, looking at the destinations, waiting for the joy of reaching those goals or reaching those destinations to pull you out of a slump, then I hope this episode hits home for you the same way that this little pink rabbit hit home for me. I hope you're able to fall in love with the process. I hope you're able to shift gears and love the pursuit of your goals and of your dreams and of your aspirations. And I hope that you find yourself staring at this beautiful process that we live every single day and enjoying the little victories in life. And if you find yourself unhappy or numb to anything in life that isn't a milestone event, that isn't you reaching that goal or that destination, then I would challenge you and say that it's time for a change. I know that I really needed one myself. Maybe it's time that we start recalling why we decided 
to start the journey to the destination in the first place. Why we decided to start running. Why we decided to start working out. Why we decided to go into the career that we, we chose to go into. Or maybe why we got involved in these organizations or a church or a movement in the first place. What the true goal was and how executing the process and being a part of the plan and the journey has served us and made us better every single day. And if we can choose to be thankful for that, for the process, and understand the joy that that brings every single day in our lives, then maybe we can truly find what it is we're looking for. Because guys, we set these goals. We decide to go down these paths because we think that when we get to the end of them, we will be better people. We will be more well-rounded. More well-rounded. We'll be happier. We'll be more joyful. But the truth is you can have that every single day by loving that process. Because let's be very, very honest, guys. All of the big moments in life, crossing the finish line on an ultramarathon, seeing that number click over on the scale that you wanted to see for oh so long, getting that promotion that you wanted to get, having that baby, getting engaged, buying that house, whatever it is that is a huge milestone for you, those don't come around too often. I don't care who you are. Those things are not going to be prevalent in your everyday life. But in the day-to-day, those small investments that you make in the process those little things you do to take one step further down the path you're trying to go down, those are things you can celebrate. Those are things you can take joy and pride in every single day. And I think that if we learn to enjoy those things again, each and every one of us that feels the numbness, that feels thrown off here lately, that feels like they're not making any progress in life, Each and every one of us can unlock that part of us that has been missing and been numb for so long. Guys, let's end the numbness. Let's focus on the process. Let's find the joy. And through that, let's find ourselves. Guys, thank you so much for tuning into this episode of the Next in Line podcast. I'm so thankful to see the numbers continue to increase, to have more people in here. That's because people like you are sharing the show with someone. Y'all are taking that screenshot, posting it on social media. Tag us in it if you see us, guys, and give us a follow at Next in Line Development on Facebook, Instagram, and TikTok. Love y'all, guys. Thank y'all so much for being here with me, and always be prepared for whatever is Next in Line. <laughs>